Hey everybody, this is your boy John, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about best costumes of all time, superhero mostly, you know, just the way we are, but let's get geeky. Hey everybody, this is your boy John, and as always, you're going to be one of the hosts, and with me is Matt. What's up, everybody? But I will say this real quick. I want you guys to always know that we love the support and the following, but again, we'd like you to click, subscribe, follow, share, anything that you can get the word out, man, because I'm telling you, me and Matt have a very tight social group, and there ain't that many people in it, all right? So the point is, (laughs) we need you to help us out, all right? Just like always, but... One of the things that we wanted to talk about real quick is Matt's been doing a lot of salty tips, not tits, guys, okay? I don't want you to think tits, but tips, all right? So he's been doing a lot of this on TikTok, and I know he's been trying to get some following on that, but we've decided that he's going to start doing that now on the podcast more and more, and eventually I'm going to come up with some kind of, you know, maybe skit of my own. I don't know yet. I haven't thought that far because it's it's pretty difficult, but anyways, we're going to let Matt here, you know, introduce some of his salty tips. All right. Welcome to Matt's Salty Tips. I got tip number 24, and this is never hold a door for somebody else. And I know that sounds a little extreme, but stay with me. All right, one sign of a weak person is someone who stops and opens or holds a door for someone else who's walking slower than you. Just keep moving no matter how close behind they are. Just like you, they have two hands and are fully capable of grabbing a door for themselves. In fact, if someone's behind you, speed up your pace so you get more distance between you. Another tip is slowing down so the person passes you. Keep your pace with them so when they open the door, you can pass right through it. It's that easy, guys. And this is an added extra. If you see a door that has the handicap accessible button, only hit it when you're by yourself. It's just so easy just to hit it. You go through it, no problem. If there are people around you, Don't hit the button, just open the door, go through it, and let them open the door. Again, never hold the door for somebody else. And that's my salty tip. Damn, Matt. Like, you gotta be that cruel to somebody? Come on. Hey, they got two hands, John. I understand. What if this woman is, let's let's say, a walker, okay? You're like, oh, okay, you got two hands for yourself. Go ahead and open that door for yourself. I would point to the handicap button, and she can push it. That's what it's there for. Yep. This, there's a reason why it's called salty tips, not actual life tips. Okay. This is correct. So now we're going to be going into favorite costumes of all time. So, Matt, I'm going to say this. I feel like this list can go very, I don't know. I feel like it can go one way or the other. And I mean, and the reason why I say this is because a lot of costumes, whether it's 
you know, superhero movies, whether it's just regular movies in general, depending on what kind of costumes they're wearing, things like that. Like it, it can all vary, right? And I think it, I think there's like certain criteria that it needs to have. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like it, there's certain pieces that need to like really fit well because like if it's a superhero movie, it really needs to follow the comics or books or whatever it may be, right? Because right. it needs to follow in line or in suit. Yeah, and as we say, like best ever. I, I think what we're really talking about is like these are really our favorite, you know, live action comic book, you know, superhero type costumes. That's why I said superhero mostly that, that that we've you know we've seen on screen. But yes, like I think when we're talking in terms of of costumes, we're, we're looking for like what is like most accurate looking, you know feeling like it's not cheesy looking it's like you're looking at the material like it's not like we're looking at spandex or like no know, yeah like they're they're wearing like a like a sweatsuit and you know like foam pieces for armor or something you know something like no. really stupid cheap or whatever it's not like larping or you know something like that right because like yeah. that's what i would remind me of but yeah like something like like kick-ass you know, you like, know, actually, I, ironic, <laughs> hold on, ironically enough, that's actually what I was thinking at first, because, like, I was thinking, I was like, you know, at first I didn't mind it, but then I'm like, you're right, you're like, if we're looking at cheesiness and how it really is very basic, <laughs> yeah. it's a funny-ass movie, it's one of, it's one of my favorites, but it, you're right, I mean, for the costume concepts and different things, yeah, he, he's not even really a superhero, he's just, he's got a, he's got two batons that he beats the shit out of people, but his, his real, you know, we'll say in the second movie, like, those are the ones that really really do something about it like but anyways yeah, yeah you know it just depends on you know which way you're looking at it but like i will let you go first here but i figured your your one of your favorite costumes which i think we can i think we can agree to to a point i i think i mean this one i think a lot of people can go back and forth you know with batman it's it's really one of those like it can go back and forth with who you choose and I certainly went back and forth with which one I chose. But ultimately, I did go with Ben Affleck's version with the gray and black suit. I mean, so when, it, when I look at Batman, right? So, I mean, it really depends on which kind of version of him you're talking about. Like, if you're talking about a younger Batman, kind of like, we'll say it is like 20s, 30s, you know, somewhere like he's at his prime in a sense. You know, for me, I would have to go... I know you're going to say this, and I know you're going to probably mention this too. I think more tactically, because Batman as a character is a very tactical person. He is a, That is his persona. That's what he, he likes to do, things like that. I agree that, like, Chris, um, Christian Bale, okay, his Batman, his tacticalness in that sense, like, yes, that would probably be, in my opinion... Okay, just my opinion, not your opinion, would be probably the more accurate as in his prime everyday and age kind of a thing. That's what I would think of Batman if it was like more modern day today. Very tactful, very like, you know, the way he was always having his gadgets, things like that. Like that's how I would see him today. Right now, I know you may, I understand you're not going to agree, but like Ben Affleck is older version, right? Because he's playing an older Batman. He's more mature, more wise. That one, I can agree that, yes, in an older version of himself, hands down, that's probably what I would see. 
because it's more. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at what he looked like, you know, what Batman looked like in the comic book. And, and I would picture, you know, the Ben Affleck version coming directly off the pages. You know, and when I do look at Christian Bale's, like, yes, I, I would agree with you. In today's day and age, even, you know, you look at Christian Bale's movies, the planning of him making the suit, making trying to make it as lightweight as possible while still making the, you know, the material strong. Right. Like, that's what I would envision a real-life Batman doing, you know, not necessarily wearing cloth material as a suit when right. you're going up against men with guns you would need something very tactical very lightweight right and i mean like you look at the now granted i understand like you know you look at let's say the the batmobile right granted the batmobile in the dark knight trilogy yeah that that is a very unique version of the batmobile itself yeah. but like if you're looking at some of the other aspects of it right so if you look at like michael keaton's Batmobile and stuff like that's what I would think of the Batmobile looking like in the comic books coming out of the pages things like that right you know but that like that's where you have to kind of draw the line and you know what aspects of this I understand we're talking about costumes I'm just saying but if you're looking at the overall persona and you know what is like more accurate for comic versus not and this and that you know you have to kind of pick and choose and, and this is where it, it's hard it's hard it's, to get to that point. It's tricky, and you have to also look at the time period and what was available right during that time. D during that time period, and I don't know if if Christian Bale's Batman was during that time period. Like, I don't no. know if I can answer that question. If it was during the same time period as the you know Batman comics were actually occurring, and if that same material yeah. were actually you know if that material was actually available. I mean, the, the so like if you look at like let's say Michael Keaton, like Batman versus like let's say Christian Bale's. Okay, I would say Michael Keaton's Batman. If you were to base it on like and a time era, I know we say oh it's the the late eighties, early nineties. Okay, I get that. If we're looking at it like that, I'm looking at it more like he was kind of more based in an earlier time frame. I would say more like maybe 50s, 60s, if I'm taking a guess, like with like kind of I'd that Joker. Probably say probably early, like 40s. Oh, yeah, well, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, because if you look at, you know, um, Jack Nicholson playing Joker, like his gangster style, that 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 is a more 40s, 50s kind of look. But that's what I'm saying. Like, even though it's made in the 80s, it doesn't mean that that was, you know, like that's what they're trying to portray right. back then. So Christian Bale, like his version, I would say is more... I mean, granted, I would say it's definitely more modern day. Like, it, I don't, it, you can't really say it's 90s because that's not what I would think. I would say it's more like where he was at, like, that's what it would be today. Like, that's just how yeah, I would yeah. see it. You know what I mean? But, like, I feel like each Batman, well, don't get me started. George Clooney and Val Kimmer, we're, we're going to, we're going to toss them aside because I don't even want to talk about them. They'll, but they'll, they'll, they'll be in next week's episode. Yeah, I, I know, can guarantee I know. You that one. I just, but, anyways, but like, you know, this is why it's hard, like, because I know we're talking about even just one costume. It's very hard to, pinpoint what the costume is because then like there's certain aspects of like let's say for this next one okay because i know we'll 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 kind of move forward here a little bit well i mean for 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 this oh, one i mean okay just to, to define you know some different variations of each of the suits so a lot of the tim burton suits 
I, the reason I didn't choose them is because they were very, uh, I would say, rubbery. And that's why I really didn't choose them because, one, they're not tactical. And where, yes, they look good on screen, you have a Batman who can't really fight or move or turn his head. You know, you know what I mean? Like, that's a problem. It, it looks great. Other than George Clooney, obviously, with bat nipples. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. You have Christian Bales, who's obviously probably the most tactical, and Robert Pattinson's, you know, both of those are the most tactical. But Christian Bale, I have a serious problem with the cowl. Like, I don't think his cowl looked the greatest. I, again, I'm not saying that everyone's... Because ultimately, like, whoever, whether it's Batman or a different superhero, things like that, you could take literally pieces from all the different suits and then create like the ultimate costume. Yeah. Because that, you know, depending on which variation you're looking at or whatever, you know, superhero, whatever it is, you could take certain pieces and you're right. I could take certain things from Michael Keaton, let's say Christian Bale, Robert Pattinson, you know, Baffleck, right? You know, so on and so forth. And just like combine them all and say, okay, here's the ultimate Bats costume. I just think when you, when you take a look at, you know, Ben's Batman outfit, as a whole, his looks the most complete to me. To me. Right. But but that's why I'm saying I, I just if I'm looking more as a more mature Batman, you know, has his stuff together, like he's he's been through the ringer, okay? Like he's not his But younger even self. even if like a younger actor was wearing that same suit, it would still work. You know what I mean? No, it not, might not, not be it that. might not be exactly tactical. But, you know, if you were saying Ben Affleck 20 years ago was wearing the same suit, it would still work. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, But it he really also depends. had a different, he also had a different, you know, outf- you know, different thing that he was wearing to fight Superman. No, so uh, right. It's, it's entirely plausible that he has something more tactical that he just wasn't wearing for what we've seen him in because Ben Affleck really hasn't had an opportunity to. You're right. Play a full Batman character in a full Batman movie. Right, because DC Elseworlds, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the next one. So, no, I'm, I'm actually going to, I'll throw a couple out there. But So one of my favorites, and we just talked about it, actually before the episode, was I always, it's very hard to pinpoint the specific costume because... So Captain America, right? So I would say a majority of you, hello, no, no. Okay, listen, listen. Even Matt agreed with me. He had a good costume. But the thing is with me is it's very hard to kind of pinpoint like what variation because like you kind of see over the years, like when he first started out, even till Endgame, granted his, his whole costume kept changing constantly. There was always different variations. There was always, you know, signs of struggle because like once you saw... You know, Infinity War, he didn't have the star on anymore. You know, he grew his hair out. You know, he had different things going on. So, like, there's so many different variations. But, like, I would say one of my favorites, which is really, it's a toss-up because they're really, they're almost identical, I would say, pretty close to, is Winter Soldier and Civil War, where, you know, those two movies, they didn't really have a whole lot of changes. But, like, that's where I see Captain America. I mean, granted, if we're going old-school Captain America, no, he's got his costume... Let's just say he's got two little wings on his his actual mask, and then also on his feet, he's got two basically wings on them too. If we really wanted to go old school, it's also very pale blue, and it, it, you know it it's okay. Now, if he wears that now, oh my god, I I 
I think he'd be a pansy. Like, I, I just don't think it would look right. I think the way they did it now is more tactful. Like, you know, it's very, you know, what he would be doing, right? And right. his his shield, right? Oh, dude. I, I mean, I can't even describe it. I mean, like, granted, back in the day, his shield was basically, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I guess it was just like a, almost like a, a weird circle triangle. <laughs> Was basically like trident, like tips, you know. But basically, it was like a an American shield. It's hard to explain. It's not your circle shield that you see with Captain America. It was a different shield. But like, you know, when he got the circle shield and he got all that, you know, that was the the symbol, right? Because like you look at, um, you know, we even talked about this too a little bit. But like, uh, you know, Winter Soldier and Falcon, right? Like in that show, you know, like and they show the the shield, like that was his symbol, like that was a sign of hope, and you know basically having some sort of like we're gonna we're gonna kick some ass or we're gonna you know we're gonna get this going but anyways so when i look at civil war and i look at winter soldier i think like his costume just embodies the character especially in the mcu wise because like that to me if you're looking back i mean like i said if we're going back old school comics no it's not as completely accurate as it should be but i think as a more modern cap because that's really what it was, because back in the day, like, yeah, he kind of embodied that a little bit with his old school kind of costume. But he, I would say modern day, like, I think he would, that would be what I would expect Cap to be if he jumped out of the pages, in my personal opinion, right? So he's, you know, again, having, you know, having his suit, you know, it's very, it's not really, it's not really rubbery, I would say. It's more, it's kind of like, it's kind of the same thing as like Bat, you know, Batman in itself, like having the, it's like, you know, fa- you know fabric, like fabric a lot and of certain th- things, probably more like leather based. Yeah, I would say leather. Yeah. I would, well, you know, and I, and I know everyone's favorite thing, America's ass, baby, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm only saying that because like, you know, when you see him as a whole and he's wearing the suit and he has a shield, like you, it's just, I always tell Matt, I said, one of my favorite scenes, man, one of my favorite scenes of all time is literally an end game. Is when he was like, Avengers, assemble. You know, and he's just like, ah, and everyone just starts coming out of nowhere. And again, it's it, all I'm saying is, is with Cap, his suit in a, in, as a whole, especially in those movies, I think it just embodies the character a lot. It doesn't really, doesn't make it over dramatic. It doesn't really make it, you know, not him. You know, I think that's the the key piece where this, this costume is very, I just, very symbolic. It's very, you know, very simple in a sense, but it, it's very tactful. It's very, you know, it's not overdoing it. It's not like he's got like, you know, wings or shit coming out of his, you know, his suit and like helping him out or whatever. Like he's <laughs> he's just the guy in a suit, right? Yeah, it's just like yeah. that's the whole, you know, piece of it, just like that is, you know. But yes, this next guy, Matt, which I could fully heartedly agree, this version is much better than his alternate version, I should say. Yes, and his alternate version will be in in next week's episode. And if you're curious on why we keep saying next week's episode, ne- <laughs> ne- next week's episode is going to be the polar opposite of this of this episode, which is we're going to be talking about our least favorite live action costumes. Um, but the next one is Deadpool, which is Ryan Reynolds. And if you remember back in the X Men. Uh, I believe this is the uh, Wolverine origin. Yes. It was the first time that Deadpool was ever shown on live action in this case. And 
you know, when this movie came out, like as soon as we saw him in this outfit, I mean, obviously it's 100% tactical, like the swords on the back, like, you know, you see the, the costume, you know, and I don't know how, you know, you see the, the, the comic book representation and obviously the, what he wears over his head is more of a hood. I think in the movie, it's obviously not really a hood. It's more of like a leather mask. Well, it's kind of like Spider-Man's in a sense where he just, he just kind of slips it on and that's all he really does with this one too. Um, but the costume is is very very good. Like it makes the character who he is. It's very tactical. It's very you know ninja like. It's very. It just makes Deadpool like who he is. And you know even down to like the little detail of where the hood like has oh, that, that little, little point. It's that, that little point. Yeah, that, that little tip of the hood. Like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because yeah, even even <laughs> that in the comics is literally the same thing. I mean, when you look at this version of Deadpool, I mean, when I saw him in this, you're right. It literally, it's like if he jumped out of the pages. It's literally, you couldn't get any closer. I think it's like if he was jumping out of the book and coming right at you. I mean, granted, when I look at Deadpool and I look at Ryan Reynolds playing this character, hands down, like there should not ever be another person. But like, you know, when you look at, you know, the swords, you're looking at, you know, his guns that he has, because usually he does a Kimbo style. He just calls, you know, or sometimes he'll have his guns, but mostly it's his katanas. But um, he, again, one of the very few, you know, superheroes that also do the fourth wall. He's very, very few that ever do very it. But few, like, yeah. he, I think you're right. I think as a whole, I think this version of Deadpool and, you know, being portrayed, because like I said, if if Fox kept it up, I mean, granted, yeah, we would probably see more raunchiness to a degree. I'm This is why I'm hoping, guys, this is why I'm telling you right now, if Disney, I'm going to say it, if they fuck up this next movie, oh my God, they're, they're going to get some shit. Because they, I honestly don't think Ryan Reynolds would have done a Deadpool movie if they didn't allow him to do it the way... No, he did it previously. I think yes. he would want it done. So I think we're probably going to get like a Deadpool movie that we would want to see and he would want to make because I mean he he's said clearly like I wouldn't want to make a Deadpool movie that's Oh shit. You know, I know. Yeah. So I mean, just knowing that like Hugh Jackman and like all these people like Yeah, they're gonna come I, back and play. Yeah. I I, cl- I mean this might be I mean, obviously, it's not a spoiler because I have no idea what the movie's going to be about. But from what I'm understanding, John, is apparently Deadpool is supposed to be going to all these other X-Men or, you know, all these other characters basically killing them off. Oh, really? (laughs) That's from what I understood. I mean, I'd be interesting to see because I'd love to see how he's going to beat Wolverine. Because they're literally identical. They're seen, I mean, I've seen scenes of them like fighting together. So I don't know if they're like fighting each I mean, well, they're fighting each other, but I know that they're like kind of working together. The problem is, is that, you know, when people say, oh, who's going to win in a fight, Deadpool or Wolverine? The problem is, is they both have the same exact mutant gene where they basically can regenerate themselves literally from a drop of blood if need be. 
You know what I'm saying? The only yeah. difference is... They could is, fight forever. So the I don't know if there would ever be a victor. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> the only thing that, again, well, right now, I mean, granted, if you look at whatever Wolverine version we're looking at here, I don't know which one it is in this particular movie, but, like, if he has the antimantium, adamantium, sorry, skeleton... Which right? he, I believe he does. Okay, because, like, again, if we looked at the different timelines, which that's that's a whole other story... I think we're know, getting the regular version okay. of Wolverine. Well, that's good, because yeah. the other one did not... Technically, because they got rid of it. You know, if we're looking at that t- alternate timeline yeah. version. No, I whatever. think we're getting the like the regular version. So, of like, Wolverine. that would be his only advantage because the katanas aren't made out of animanium. No. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, you could only, if he's got claws, literally one of the strongest metals on the planet. Yeah, you're you're kind of screwed in that department. But I'm just saying, like, that's where he would be kind of at a disadvantage for that piece of it. But again. I just I think yeah. with Deadpool I think it's it's perfect I I would never want anyone else to play him and I sure as shit if they ever changed anything about him I think people would lose their minds oh they would definitely would um, one of the questions that I kind of thought of because there's a lot of I mean I know leather is one of those materials like that looks good on screen but do you think that leather as a material hinders tactical performance? Honestly, I do. I think if you... Because, I mean, you look at uh, Daredevil, you look at Deadpool. Yeah. And a lot of other characters. I mean... I think it constricts. I don't think it actually... Their characters, like, 100% of their costume is leather. Well, Daredevil is 100% leather. (laughs) Like, there's no questions about it. Deadpool has a little bit. I would say not his whole costume, but he has a little bit. I mean, most of it's... That same material. Well, I mean, to a degree, but I mean, it. maybe it's more stretchier. I don't know what it is, but Daredevil was straight up 100% yeah. leather, and, and Carmen Electra was another one. But, um, you know, there's just what I see as leather is, yes, like those costumes. I don't think it really does anything. I think it just, like you said, aesthetically, it looks fine. It, it doesn't, it, it may look cool, it may look whatever, but I agree. I think if you're tactically... Think about it. That that shit must squeak like a motherfucker. Like if you're walking, <laughs> you know, like you yeah. think that's tactically sound? Like no, I would be like no. I in this case, I would take like very light, you know, like a I don't know, I wouldn't say cotton t-shirt, but like like the silk kind of like kind of feeling a little bit. Can you imagine how bad the inside of that costume? Oh shit, he'd be chafing. He'll be oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to know. He'd be stinking. I already we just talked about this earlier about the Halo thing. I mean, shit, if you took off your costume and it you've only spent in it for five fucking weeks and you're having taken a shower, oh boy, I, I could only imagine. Um that's gonna be some awful smelling costumes. Might want to burn it. So I will mention another one, which I'll, I'll mention before we go into Iron Man. Because this one I know you can you can I'm actually gonna have a question and then we're gonna we'll have a little discussion on it, but what do you think about Spider Man? Which Spider Man do you think had the best costume? If we were to choose out of the three, I win. I mean, I go back and forth because I, I like, I like Tobey Maguire's. Right, and, it's a classic. And I, I, I like Tom Holland's. I agree, but I, I think I only like Tom Holland's because of his eyes. Okay, it, it, and it's I don't a tough know, one. and I don't know if 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 it's only because of like the mechanisms of what the eyes can do, like, you know, the opening and closing yeah. and the, like what, what, you know, what they can do. Well, didn't Andrew Garfield's version, like his eyes do kind of something similar. I don't remember if they did or not. 
but I, I do like how the spider looked on Tobey Maguire's. I liked how like the webbing was, you know, more of a, not like in the suit, but it was like, you know, just a, it was more of a texture, you know? Well, I mean, I mean, his actual webs were coming out of him. Well, that's not what I mean. I mean, no, no, you know, no, like know. The, the webbing on the suit was, you know, kind of a, like yeah. a rubbery. No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked how the spider looked more, and, and I, I just liked the aesthetic of, of Tobey Maguire's. Um, I know, it's a tough one. It, it's a really tough one, because like when you look at all three, like they did their own versions very well, depending on which one you look at, or vice versa. But the reason why I asked this question is because it was hard for me, because I, I was like, I always loved Spider-Man. I, I, I remember growing up and watching him, and I, yes, I agree that Tobey Maguire did an amazing job playing Spider-Man. You know, they were even talks about doing a fourth one, but then they canceled it. But like, I mean, shit, I could go on to like Venom and different characters like that that they introduced over the years and whatnot. But I think that if we're looking at Spider-Man, yes. I think of Tobey Maguire as... Like, of course, he was the right out of high school, going into college, kind of Spider-Man kind of a deal in his suit and everything else. Like, that was more the adult version. That's why Tom Holland, I think, for a lot of people, was like, you know, Spider-Man really was just a kid. He was like a freshman or a sophomore in high school, and like, he then got his powers. So he was, you know what I mean? Like, so like, you think of his costume in a sense, yeah. and it's kind of, but I, I don't know. I mean, if I'm going to go, if I'm going to, you know what? Here's a better idea. Take Tobey Maguire's suit. The, the original suit that we just talked about, but then take Tom Holland's um, Iron Spider costume. Which one do you think? I mean, it, it's it's different because, I mean, if you're looking at, I mean, how many, other than like Tom Holland's very first Spider-Man movie, like how how long did Tom Holland actually have the atypical Spider-Man suit. Well, that's the thing. If we're basing it, I would say Tobey Maguire had a old school look to his suit, right? Where Tom Holland has more of the, if I look at like the animated series of like cartoons and stuff like that, that they came out with Spider-Man right. and so forth. That's what I see with, with Tom Holland. Like he was more, like I said, he's more the modern kind of day like that's what he would look like kind of a deal where Tobey was kind of like the older you I know could, old school kind of look I could sign on to Tom Holland Spider-Man in Civil War okay so that's what I mean so something okay so something like that with the eyes and everything else but not that let's say the Iron Spider I like the Iron Spider for what it is okay but if I'm going classic Spider-Man it's a top for me. It would be a toss up between Tobey Maguire and the, that Tom Holland like classic look. So if you had to exclude the era of time, so excluding like if whether it's a modern day look or an old school look, if you had to choose one, like seriously had to like say that's it, this is the one I would always think of. What do you think it would be? For me, if I had to think of one, if you were like, "That's it, that's my final decision," Tobey Maguire all the time. Okay, no, I, I get it because you grew up and you. Well, I mean, granted, you were older and you've already, you know, you were already an adult at that point. But yeah, okay. So I would say I'm going to go the opposite. 
I would say I would I would I would say Tom Holland. And I only say this because I can see it. I mean, it. You know what it, I mean? Because I, I only say this it, because it's like a very he's very more, close second. I, and I only say this because the reason why Toby, at the time, he was already well past his years in some degree. Like he was young enough, but he wasn't that young enough to play that role. Tom, on the other hand, with his costume and everything, at least he was close enough in age. That I could see him, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I, at first, I didn't agree with Tom. But then I had to see him kind of do the role and kind of get into it more and more. Then I was like, all right, I can see him play, you know, Spider-Man with the role, especially in Civil War. Like, that kind of, you know, that got me. Like, oh, okay, I, I see this now. I see where MCU was going with that role and, and how they were doing it. So, I, again, I get where you're coming from. I'm just going to say, if we're basing it off of comic accuracy, you know, kind of the age, kind of the, you know, the, the look and everything. I'm going to go with Tom Holland. That's just me. For me, it's a close second, but... I get it. And, and yeah. don't get me wrong. I love Tobey Maguire. I, I thought he was great in it. I was just, you know, that was an interesting little kind of debate because, you know, I, yeah. I was yeah. curious. You know, it just depends. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this guy. So Iron Man, Tony Stark. You know, good old Cap's buddy, you know. Always want to be rivals with each other. It's yep. a great time. So, I mean, very first thing I, I do have to say is, I mean, every single suit I think that Tony Stark makes is awesome. Like, I mean, even his first suit, granted, it, I mean, it looked like a piece of shit, but <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it was impressive. It actually is how, a piece of shit because it fell apart. But No, I know, but it, know. it was impressive on how he, he literally took nothing. And he, he built it and he read it. it. Ironically enough, like his original suit in the very first movie, like when he got out of the cave, that was accurate in comic books, if I'm not mistaken. Right, that it is, is, yeah. That is, so like that was the interesting part about how they did that. And I was like, oh, well, that's actually pretty cool. But they also do, like that suit is kind of the same as what he kind of wears old school-wise. Right. In a sense. So like that's, that's where I think it's that... I wish I could speak today. Um, I w- <laughs> I wish that they could have maybe done that a little bit more than maybe, you know, kind of jumped into the what he was doing now kind of a deal. But like, yeah, I mean, even some of the newer, I mean, <laughs> beyond like, you know, once you get beyond like Mark four, I think, you know, some of those other ones like Mark five and some of those beyond, you know, the nanotech ones are different, obviously. But, you know, the original comic book, I think looking one was more just red and yellow. You know, yeah, um, and obviously that that looks weird on screen. <laughs> you know, just to do <clears throat> just to do red and yellow. That's why they went gold. Well, that's the thing. I, I think you know, for them, if like, yeah, it, like his suit was originally like a like like a, a a little bit brighter red, but like a really mustard yellow. Like right. it was a mustard yellow. Look, you know, you're right. I think it would look extremely weird if they didn't do that. Right, make that little minor change, but like. I agree that, you know, Mark III, if that's like, you're right. That's the most, at least iconic suit that he's ever had. Because, like, once you get into the nanotech one and... Yeah, and you know, I think, above, you know, yeah. it's, it's obvious, you know, Mark III for me is, is the one I'm choosing. But Mark IV, obviously, is a close runner-up. It, it, you know, Mark IV is, is just an upgrade. Like, it, it just changes the kind of the, the, the sleekness of it. Um, but it's... Those two are the closest comic book 
representations. Um, and they looked the best. Um, like I said, Mark Four is just kind of, it looked like the legs look sleeker. Um, yeah, I had, and, and, and the, I had to take a look at it, yeah. And, and the shoulders, I think it's a little bit different, but um, the, the two suits are, are very, very similar in, in nature. But those two are the ones that kind of stand out as like the best looking. You know, I'm looking at both, and I'll, I'll show this in a second because I had to take a look at it again because it has been a while. I honestly want to say, I want to say Mark IV is probably just a slight bit more accurate. Because I'm looking at it now. I mean, you could take a look at it yourself, too, that, you know, I saw the link. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. if I'm taking a look, I mean, they're, you're right. It's they're, very close. In... They're very, very close. Like, it, it's, it's, the shoulders are a little bit different. When you look at the legs, they're, they're a little bit, you know, sleeker in, in the way that they look. Um, you know, you look at even Mark V and, and the ones after that, like, the suit just gets more sleeker and more, you know, slimmer and, and, even better as they go on, but you know, Mark three and Mark four, you know, even though they do look slightly different in Mark four, obviously, yes, it's an upgrade. So it does look a little bit better, a little bit closer. Um, it, it looks the closest to what was represented in the comic books to me. Hmm. <sighs> so let's see. I will have to go. So I'm, a, you know, I know we were talking about superheroes, right? That will, that this is what we're talking about, correct? We're, we're just only talking about superheroes. If it, you can talk about villains, doesn't matter. All right. Well, I will throw one out. Okay. I'm gonna go. Magneto. Which one? I was going to go with Old Man Magneto. Okay. <laughs> no, see, I, I have a strange feeling you, you got something to say because <laughs> your face is a whole lot right now. That is a smirk and a half. You know what, Matt? Before I go on, I want to hear your opinion real quick. No, no, no. You, no, no, no. You, I want to hear. You finish your thought on why oh, you're oh. choosing Old Man Magneto. <laughs> Okay, you know what? No, no, no. No, no, I, want, no, no, no. I want to retract my statement. Picking, I want to retract my statement. No, no, no. no. You're I'm, picking I'm, this character, so go for it. Okay. I Okay, let me. Re I'm going to retract. I'm not going to go with old man Magneto. I'm going to go with the, the newer um, Eric Bassfender version. Okay? So, the reason why I, I like Magneto's suit is it's... His like in the comic book version of it, it's very, very sleek. You know, I mean, he's got the helmet, he's got you know the cape. You know, again, he's got you know his simple designs of like the red, purple. You know, again, has the ability to you know control magnetism and and things like that. So again, one of the most powerful, you know, let's say villains, in in, in that kind of you know sense of it. But like, a reason why I wanted to retract my statement on the old man is I'm not saying that I did not like, you know, in the, the Fox version of, of X-Men that I, I thought he did very well. And I thought his version, his suit and stuff was, was, was good because the, the problem is, is Magneto is always, it's tough because like in the, in the, the comics, like he's portrayed as this older, 
you know, man. Like he's right. really in his like, I'd say sixties ish. Right? Because like Professor X is probably either the same. He's probably, you know, fifties, sixties in that in that general sense. Right. So he's he's an older man. Right. So like in the sense of like oh like if we're talking like age wise, yes, I would say, you know, I can't what who who played him? I can't remember. I know I'm gonna sound really stupid, but I'm trying I know he played in it was Gandalf, for God's sakes. Well, what's his name, Matt? Come on. Help me out of here. I don't want to look like an idiot. Ian McKellen. Thank you. Ian McKellen. I couldn't I for the life of me, I couldn't remember. And I and I feel so stupid for not remembering. So Ian McKellen, yes, great actor. I thought he was great in the in the original Michael series. Michael Fassbender was the other one. Was it Michael? I thought it was Eric. My bad. Oh, I was close. Okay, my bad. But anyways, Michael Fassbender, I think he just did a phenomenal job. I think his suit was really well done, villain-wise. You know, I just think as a character and in, in how they've been both portrayed, I think it's a toss-up because Ian McKellen did a really good job as Magneto, you know, in the very early on kind of ways. But, like, it's it's tough because, like, Michael Fassbender, granted, in, like, the newer you know, like the X-Men first class and like, you know, so on and so forth. Like he just, he embodied the character. I mean, granted, he, you know, he, he didn't always have the suit. I get that. But like he, I think persona-wise, I think, I think he just did a better, personally better job of playing Magneto because I think with the, or you know, the, you know, the original X-Men series, you know, for Fox, like they just, he, he was, I, he almost was a little too weak. You know, in my opinion, like he, like he was more softer, especially in the later years. I think with the Michael Fassbender, if you know, you're taking a look at it, like I think he just did a better job with his. And again, like the costume, and if I'm looking at it, like I would say, his suit would probably be a better version. In some regards, I would say that you know Ian McKellen's version in his his actual suit, I think his helmet probably maybe, if I'm not mistaken, is more portrayed in the comic books a little bit better. But I, I get it. It's been a while since I've seen some of this. Now, go ahead, Matt, because I know you got some stuff to say. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, looking at pictures of both. Again, I mean, I'm not one, even looking at it. You're looking at it now. You know, one, you know, looking at both pictures, you know, it's, it's tricky because, you, you know, you're looking at both, you know, Michael and Ian in both of the roles. And yeah, like they don't, I don't think they wear, you know, the outfit the whole entire time. And I think most of the movies you see, you know, the older X-Men movies, you know, he's, you know, Ian McKellen as Magneto is only wearing really just the cape and the helmet. Right. Well, that's the and thing. And he's wearing like a, like a black suit, like yeah. a, like a regular, you know, like tuxedo type suit. Right. Where I think it was, with, with, Michael Fassbender, if I'm not mistaken, he wears, I thought he was wearing the whole suit. At times, because, I mean, most of the time, like, sometimes when you see him, like, half the time he he didn't even want to really be Magneto. (laughs) I mean, it's true, but, like, but when he put on the suit, though, I mean, he did actually look the part. That was the thing. Yeah, and, I, I mean, I think, I mean, I think for the both of them, I mean... It's really one of those things that's like it's a toss up because when you do look at photos of of either of them, you know, one, Ian McKellen does kind of look weird with the helmet on. I'm not gonna lie, 
No, but I was just saying, like, if we're basing it off, like, the helmet alone, I think his, if I'm not mistaken, his helmet is probably more accurate. That's why I'm saying I haven't looked at it, so I, I, it's been a while since I've seen what it looks like versus what Michael Fassbender's helmet looks like, you know, comic book-wise, as close as... Yeah, I mean, be. they've had several different helmets, so, I mean, it's hard to really picture, you know, one helmet over another because each... Each movie and you know, each movie they had a different helmet. Each X Men movie they had a different helmet. Each each movie that Michael Fassbender was Magneto, there was a different helmet. I didn't think there was that many helmets. I thought it was just. Oh yeah, I mean every picture I'm looking at, there's a different helmet. I mean this one's like, this one's silver. This one's not silver. You know, it's like, it's just really weird. Yeah. Okay, maybe Magneto was a bad decision on my part. Um. But, you know, you're looking at Michael Fassbender, and he does have more of, like, that that purplish-looking suit where you look at, you know, Ian McKellen, and he's got more of, like, just yeah. kind of like that black kind of yeah. outfit. So it, if you're looking, like, more comic book accurate, I, I probably would lean more towards Michael Fassbender only because, you know, especially in... Um, was it Apocalypse? I think it was Apocalypse. I think that maybe that's where I was. That I think that one is when he I think had more of the iconic suit. Yeah. Where you could say you know was it comic book accurate? No, but it's probably as close as you're gonna get. It, it's probably as close as you're gonna get to a Magneto outfit. I mean, it's definitely more superhero tactical. You I mean, know, well, because like, his well his original suit was like. It was basically like tights and a well, underwear thing, yeah, and but a, it, you know. I would say it's it was like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to mention his name, but like it was kind of like an armor in a sense. Like he, it was. I mean, it was kind of that rubbery. If I'm going to take a guess, it was probably either leather or something like that. That, yeah. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but then, right, he has a cape. He has a giant cape, and he's again, he's got a helmet on. So, he's, I mean. It's wearing like, spandex, basically. It's like spandex with underwear outside and... <laughs> underwear. That's, that is a 60s look, though. That is a... Well, common, that that's... Will, that's tip, you can't tell me I'm wrong. That's weird. That's a weird look. I mean, it is a weird look, but that was just... Okay, it's just like... It looks, looks like friggin' Robin, then, if that's the case. Robin didn't... His suit didn't even make any sense to begin with, <laughs> but I'm not going to go there. Um, His suit made sense for Batman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right, moving on because clearly, I think I chose the wrong person on this one. But go ahead, man. We'll, we'll, you go ahead and talk about this one. So I originally was going to go with Hellboy, but I decided to change gears because I do absolutely love this character. And even though you know, one would argue that basically this character is just kind of goth with a you know, kind of a clown face. I still very much love this character. And this character is Eric Draven, the crow, which was played by Brandon Lee, which he was the very first iteration of the character. Who was Bruce Lee's son, just saying. That is correct. And, you know, like I said, even though the, the overall look of the costume is very basic, like in the way that it looks, it's, you know, it's kind of that very classic, you know, goth look with, you know, the white face and the, you know, black kind of jester-ish makeup. I think 
what they should have done, since I had to look this up because I didn't know, I think they should have just not created any of those movies that we talked about. And I think the problem is, is that if, unfortunately, yes, Brandon Lee died during this movie. That's, that was part of the kind of, wouldn't say yeah, the cult theory behind it, but it was like, there's a reason why it's been a cult following for a long time. But if he was to play, if he was to do the sequels and stuff, I think it would have been different. You know, I think it probably would have been much better. It could have done, it could have done it really well. But because right. they had different variations or whatever, it's very hard to re- reenact that. So, like, I think they should have never done the other two. And, I mean, granted, now they're... City of Angels wasn't terrible, but it wasn't a great movie either. But, I mean, obviously, Brandon Lee really did embody the character and really, you know, he really did a great job as well, the character. Well, I mean, now, because I didn't know that they were basically rebooting said movie in a sense. Yeah. And so like, I mean, it'll be interesting. I'm actually very excited because Bill Skarsgård is supposed to be playing the character of Eric Draven. The only reason why I don't know is like, cause I'm not saying he's not a good actor. I get it. He, he embodies characters like again, Pennywise prime example. I, I get that. He does that. I just, I, I think there are certain actors that you really just have to see how well they can fit the, the bill. You know what I mean? Because like you may look at them and be like, mm, you know, I don't, I don't know about that. But then I have to see them like in the full costume, like really embodying the character, you know, doing all that. Because like we even talked about what was it, Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat? Like they're, you know, the who was it? Oh, was it a movie we were talking about? Oh, that's right. Yes, it was the sequel to the the newer Mortal Kombat. But like my point is, is like we were talking about yeah. how the different characters for those people are. All I'm saying for this is like I really need to see this person in this role to really. I, I mean, I I, I definitely think he can pull it off, and I mean he he definitely is a character driven actor. Like it's it's different if he was like you know if he was just playing like a detective. Well, you I, you know I, what I mean? Like like yeah. I it would be it would be really tough to say like oh yeah he's gonna he's gonna really nail that role, but. You know, it's it's definitely a benefit. Like, I, I don't know if it's just the last name or if it's the upbringing, but his family just can act the shit out of movies. Like, oh no, I mean, his dad alone was it was literally in all mostly in all pretty much all of the Thor movies for God's sake. Well, and his older brother too can. Oh yeah, no, is, no, no, no. He's a really great actor too. I know that. You know? Yes, all of them they they know how to act. I'm yeah. not saying that. It just, but I mean. It, in in the movie, I mean, he's, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, then you're you're clearly living under a rock or something. Um, wow, Matt. <laughs> but you know, the movie's been out for a long, long time, and you know, the character basically is, you know, this kind of rocker character, and he is living with his, I believe, girlfriend. Mm. I, don't, I don't think they're married. Yeah, we'll go with girlfriend. Um, and they have a kid, and you know this gang of guys come in and basically like rape and kill her. They kill the kid, and you know they almost kill him. And well, actually, I believe they do because he dies. And then the crow mm. brings him back to life. I see. And then that's what that's basically what the the gist of the comic book is. Like the crow brings the person kind of back to get 
justice on the people that did them wrong. So it almost sounds like a John Wilk Punisher, but back in the day. If I'm going to take like two, you know, kind of comic book kind of, you know, superheroes in a sense, like you combine the two, but the only difference is, is yes, the crow's bringing him back to life. Because both of them are clearly are still alive and they're not, you know, dead. But like those kind of concepts kind of bring that into play for me anyways. Well, I, I mean, it it's similar to that, but I mean, there there is like the crow definitely has, you know, in, like abilities, like he can't die. And I don't know if there's like, I mean, I, I don't know if there's so much of a super strength or anything like that. Um, but there are abilities like that. He can kind of see through the crow and do certain, you know, there are certain other abilities, but it's a, it is such a great movie and it'll be good to see like how the new take on, you know, this, this story is with, with, you know, Bill Skarsgård. So looking forward to that. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll have to find out and see, let's see, let's see how well he does. Yeah. All right. I don't got any more, Matt. So I'm gonna we're gonna just finish this off with, with Th- this next This one, one comes from a from an awful, god awful, terrible freaking movie. And yes. and the rest of the characters are are god awful terrible. But this one is somewhat somewhat redeem somewhat I'll say somewhat redeemable. <laughs> somewhat. Somewhat. In in appearance he's redeemable. So yes, and we're gonna be talking about George Clooney's, you know, <laughs> Batman and Robin. Because Good old Bane, I tell you. Good old Bane from Batman and Robin. I, I, While you know the the characterization was not great, the costume I think was probably if you're gonna play a Bane character, I think was probably the most accurate we've seen in live action. I would say yes, because like you look at the Dark Knight trilogy, right? And you look at Tom Hardy's version. I think I mean, granted, the only thing that's most iconic about it is his voice. Hello, girl. You know, like when he does that. I mean, other than that, there's not really much going on there. You know, though, that this is the one thing that really bothers me. It's like about, this is what grinds my gears, boys and girls. The one thing that grinds my gears about a character that is supposed to be so menacing as Bane has such a pussy ass voice as him in that movie. Really, Tom Hardy? Wow. Okay. You're talking about a guy who kills people and breaks Batman's back, and he he talks a lot like this. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, he's like, like I a, said, he he he's like the Hoppington Fair guy. No, he's like, hello there, uh, Batman. You know, and he and he kind of goes, hello. You know, but I like I said, there. I mean, the only I would expect him to talk like a wrestler, dude. Like that's what I would expect to hear from his voice. No, I just I never understood the hello there, Batman. You know, and it's like the the where ah, uh-huh, you know, the uh, like piece of it. And I'm yeah, like, what is going on here? Like, what am I looking at? Because I, I agree, because that vein was very. He's not big. He's he's a normal sized human. It's almost like he's he's being really polite. I mean, the, granted, the only thing that they did do accurately, I mean, granted, he did technically in that movie break Batman's back, which is surprising, he, but... He, he did, and, you know, what he was doing in the movie was very menacing and, and very Bane-like. Right, but like... But it, then every time he went to talk, it was like... Hello there. Hello there. Sorry, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do it. It's okay. Yeah, uh, it's okay. But, it, it, I mean, that's, you know, maybe I another know. conversation for another day, but... 
that always i mean that one thing about the movie always like drives me nuts like you have a character who's so badass looking who's doing badass things that would be like watching john wick yeah and having as soon as he opens his mouth hi guys how's it going like what the hell is wrong like wrong with you i'd be like hey alvin and the chipmunks called they need their voice back (laughs) but that's just me you would not take them serious the whole movie Uh, no you're right i wouldn't i wouldn't and i and i agree that this bat sorry this bane is very comic book accurate because you're right with the the button with the the chemical injection that he's like basically building himself up yes the actual person that is portrayed him and like before he goes into this you know process no he does not i mean that's the problem though because technically bane in the original comic books you'll never see him as a small scrawny dude you always see him as this huge dude so you really don't know what he looks like that's the difference which is is interesting but like it's also interesting because like which this one i it's hard because like Bane is actually his own boss at in in the some points of the comics because like yes was he originally with Poison Ivy and kind of helping her out yeah but yeah. then he eventually goes and becomes his own boss and he but it's ironic though is like in the comics isn't he technically he's a genius no 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 I'm not saying he's not I'm saying like is he um Hispanic if I'm not mistaken I, I couldn't speak to whether well, he was Hispanic because I don't know what, Puerto Rican. No, no, I, I have no, no I, idea. I, I, the only reason why I was asking is because like he kind of gets involved with like the cartel and and stuff like that. So that's the reason yeah. why I was asking because I I believe I thought he was Hispanic, but like I I don't know. But like that's not the point here. The point is is like you're looking at him as a character in this movie. Yeah, granted he's a dummy. Like he's a straight oh, yeah, up. He's dummy. he's a he's a straight up brute. No <laughs> no no brains, just brawn, and you know comic book wise. He was a smart guy. He was a, he was he like yeah. genius level oh. thinker, and he could right. He could speak sentences. He was fine. He could, you know, he right. And any time he needed just a little bit more brawn, he would just hit that button and ready you to know, go. It would be like Hulk smash, and he would go to town. But but I agree. I think in this movie, as close as granted, this was back in the the nineties with the technology that they had. I think that's as close as you're going to get. So probably now. I mean, they if they could make something similar to that nowadays, God, that would be that would be extreme. I could tell you that that, and that would be, would be CGI I mean, and a half. You could probably do that now, and you would have to kind of do what they did with you know Chris Evans, yeah, and you know doing the smaller character, and then you know having him hit the button, and then all of a sudden like you know kind of hulks up like the Hulk would. Yeah, so I mean, granted, it would be CGI. There, there was no doubt about it. Oh yeah, you're not going to be able to do that. 100 percent have to do CGI, but it, it would be really cool to see, you know, that kind of like little scrawny guy, like, you, know, in the, you know, and it gets you know. all veiny and he's like popping out and like he's just like, okay, ready, let's go. And you're like, because I'd be actually be curious. I mean, this might be for another day, but like, that's tough. I mean, granted, I would say, I mean, granted, I'm always going to say Hulk's going to probably win, but like Hulk versus Bane. I'm gonna assume the Hulk in this case, but Hulk, I think, probably I, would just I ripped mean, his arms off. That's probably true. And, yeah, because the chemical ain't gonna last that long. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, guys, you know, unfortunately, when it comes to best costumes, right? We're just we're just saying what we thought. You know, different characteristics, different things like that. Um, you know, of course, there's many costumes that could be in this category. You know, and, right. and these are just opinions. And I mean, it's it's kind of like. 
you know, we, we always kind of run the, the same problem with opinions. Every, you know, they're like assholes. Everyone's got one, right? <laughs> right. The problem is, is like I said. <laughs> now, granted, I, I maybe have probably, I should have maybe waited till next week to probably say I should have put probably Magneto's costume in next week's one because I don't know. I think, you know what? Maybe, maybe before I go, I will give one more. I, I will say, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scratch Magneto. I'm going to get rid of him. He's not even in my thought anymore, okay? So he's right, going to probably be in next week, but hold on. We've redacted, so it's all, we're, we're blacking it's, out. It's, we're blacking this out, guys. It's, yeah, it's like, a, it's it's like the black. government, okay? It's, we just black everything out. We've Nothing redacted. exists. Okay, so. Top secret. I, I, <laughs> top secret. Don't worry about it. Secret squirrel. Um, so for me, I think, you know what? I'm Just because we were redacted and we're, we're, we're doing that, we're kind of, I'm going to do a redeemable one, okay? Someone that Matt has been a, a huge fan of ever since. Oh, you better be the, you better be right about this. I'm a hundred percent right, and it's it is Marvel related. Okay, and it's our boy who has not been redeemed in the in the in the cinematic wise. Okay, okay. you know who I'm talking about. You better bring his name up. We just talked about him, Matt. Come on, who was his name? No idea who you're talking about. Are you sh- are you shitting me? No. Oh. Hulk smash? Well, I know Hulk hasn't been redeemed at all. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I, you were but like, I'm, really? I'm, I'm curious on what Hulk you're referring to. Oh. <laughs> no, hold there, on. See, no, no, no. See, there this, has this been is, several. This, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. So this is why I said this is going to be a more interesting one. So. It, it, it is a very tough one because if we're... <laughs> If we're going to base off of comic book appearance, because we're not we're going to exclude powers because we already we have talked about powers and right. stuff. Right, we've talked about if we're basing it off of appearance of what he actually should look like. This is where I feel like Matt's going to beat me up no matter which fucking answer I choose here. But I would. It's really a toss-up, and I'm going to say it. I, I honestly, like, if we're basing it off of, like, height and, like, things like that, I'm probably going to have to go with Eric Bana. And this is where your face just said, okay, you know what? Then I want you to tell me who you thought would be more comic book accurate-wise would be. Because it's not Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, to a degree, maybe here and there, but, like, I don't. I think if you're looking at overall okay, if, look, okay, with, uh, okay, overall look, okay. If you're looking overall look, it's Mark Ruffalo. But if with with Eric Bana, I could never get over the face. It, it, that's just me. I, okay, but I'm thinking more. I was surprised that you said Mark Ruffalo, and I only say this because we've. we've I think if about you're it. like I said, if you're just going overall look. You know, you're you're looking at what his face looks like with the with the body and the whole look. I mean, Mark Ruffalo's is the one that more closely matches everything. I mean, I okay, but I was also thinking more like, and I know where you're going with, like, because you know, yes, Eric Bana's version of the Hulk. You know, yes, the angrier he got, the bigger he got. Like, so you you have that aspect of like, yes, he got angrier, he got bigger. 
Um, it's well, just, also taller. Like you don't like because he was he was much more taller than Mark Ruffalo's version would ever be. Right. Because he only got to that height, and that was it. Like, you would never get any bigger and, than that. But the only thing that I could never get beyond was, you know, they actually just, the face that they put on that Hulk was Eric Bana's, and it just, for me, it just wasn't, like, a, it wasn't a good match oh, I, for the face. But I agree. I mean, it definitely was a lot closer than Edward Norton's, and I wish we could probably just erase that one. Oh, I wish we could too, buddy. I really um, but I, I do, I mean, I, I would agree with you that that one is probably, I mean, as far as comic book accuracy, yes. I, that's why I'm saying it. It's very hard to kind of narrow it down because, like, I would say Eric Bana, when it came to, like, comic book-wise, like, the angry he got, that kind of stuff, that, that's kind of where I was leaning more towards. I agree with you with Mark Ruffalo being kind of that more overall kind of appearance. Like, if they took Mark Ruffalo and they took that same concept of Eric yes, Bana yes. and put it into him, then it would have been made more, a hell of a lot more sense. And I would have said Mark Ruffalo all day long, no problem. I also wish they would have done more movies with Mark Ruffalo, but let's not go there. But, you know. Yes, I, I would, uh, I would 100% agree. If they took Mark Ruffalo's Hulk and gave it the treatment of Eric Bana's Hulk, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And then Edward Norton hopefully would never existed. But, um, <laughs> you know, but like, that's the thing. It's like, if, like kind of what I said earlier, you can take certain pieces of all the different costumes or different, you know, let's say characters or versions of different, you know, actors and actresses playing them and to, and literally make the ultimate costume and make it like the best version of that character. The problem is, is like, that's the reason why it's so hard to narrow down that one, like, that's it, man. Like, that's who it's going to be. Deadpool out of the list is probably as close as you're going to get to like perfection. Because that is the only one that I knew that truly is like, that's the ball. Like, that's what it is. I mean, Iron Man, too, is... Anyway, I mean, that's true. Deadpool yes. and Iron Man are probably... I mean, as far as this list is probably the, the closest... You're going to get. You're, you're going to get to... I mean, you're lucky I didn't even mention a Wolverine, because I, I could have easily mentioned him, too. Well, I mean, he's never had a comic book accurate costume. That's true. But technically, because he actually would have been like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five. he would have been a short dude, not somebody who's like 6'3". Yeah. You know, if we're going to get that technical. But anyways, guys, you know, we, we've talked about a lot about superheroes today. Next week, we're going to be talking, again, a lot of more superhero stuff, but the worst costumes. We're talking the ugliest. We're talking the dirtiest. We're talking whatever it looks like, man. It is we disgusting. Might, it, little Green Lantern. Yeah. DC Worlds, baby. Anyways, guys, we appreciate you. We appreciate all the love and support. Again, Always try to click that follow and that like button. And I'll tell you what, all the Instagram and TikTok and, and Facebook, I mean, I understand our Facebook isn't doing so well, but like even the Instagram and TikTok, man, you know, start sharing it out, whatever you got. I mean, we just love that support. But anyways, guys, until next time, stay geeky. Stay geeky.